from different places We all have different names No matter what life brings us Jesus is the same We're just your Methodist To the madness Methodist To the madness Hi, I'm Beth I'm Tim I'm Jessica And we're just your everyday Methodist, Methodist To the madness well, Beth, you've survived another week. Tim, you as well. How are you both doing? Want to check in with you? Um, I'm doing all right. Um, I'm just gonna say um a lot. Just mm-hmm. kidding. Um, okay. I, I'm always worried about saying um. Yeah, it's, it's like the um. <laughs> <laughs> that's why I can't listen to the podcast, but it's fine. <laughs> Saturday. I went to a karaoke night with some of the Cedar Street Theater people, and sweet that that was that really is awesome. Fun. And what's really cool about singing karaoke with musical theater people is that everybody sounds really good. <laughs> I bet they do. And I bet there's dance involved as well. <laughs> there's dance involved. Yes, there is, and. It was really, really fun, and I hope, I think that every Saturday should be karaoke night. Who is with me, probably. That is so, I'll, I'll raise my hand that the audience yeah. can't see. When I say Carrie, you say Oki. Carrie. Oki. Oki. Carrie. Oki. Oki. Anyway, um, and then Sunday, yesterday, it feels like, you know when you have a really long day, it feels like that day was like days, days. ago. It was just yesterday, but no. we had messy church yesterday, which was a lot of fun, and we had forty people show wow. up. Wow, that's awesome! Yeah, it was a lot of fun, and was it messy? Of course. We- <laughs> There was paint and I, when I made, we did string art. And when I was making the the example, I didn't want to dip my fingers in the paint. So I took a, a plastic knife that I found in my office and was stirring the string into the paint. Mm-hmm. And then at Messy Church, Pastor Jim kind of just um, started helping out with that station and Ooh. everybody Right, and I put knives like with all of the paints and and everybody, including Pastor Jim, were just sticking their fingers in the paint with the string. And I'm like, there's knives. So you don't get your <laughs> put the paint. And Pastor Jim was like, but this is messy church. And I was like, fair enough. There's <laughs> in the paint. And, wow. and we had spaghetti and meatballs. Did I say that? No, but you said now. Yeah. And (laughs) I have an anecdote about spaghetti and meatballs and how messy it is. When Jonah was in like first grade, picture day was supposed to be like on a Tuesday or something, Mm -hmm. but they changed it to Monday and I didn't know. And I sent Jonah with spaghetti and meatballs (laughs) for lunch. And then he just had it all over. 
<laughs> brought it into the picture. You know, my friend who is a huge germaphobe and will not, like, she couldn't work in a preschool because you're always having to wipe everybody's noses and faces and, you know, just cleaning up all the messes that kids make out of their faces bodies bodies. yeah oh wow Um, but because she loves me and she loves my kid who is still best friends with these two jokers since kindergarten she wiped his face off for me so and and she made made it a point to tell me you know that i love you if i'm willing to wipe off your kid's face (laughs) (laughs) Well, so, that's awesome. That's, that's really exciting. Yeah, that's and, really neat. It's I don't know if this is the wrong idea, but it's um, promoting my appetite for spaghetti and meatballs. Uh, not the getting it all over your face part, but I, I just want spaghetti and meatballs now. <laughs> <laughs> it was pretty good. Good. Yeah. yeah. Beth, anything else happened this past week? I mean, probably, but I won't remember it until after the podcast is done. So, oh, nothing happens. <laughs> gotcha. That always happens to me. Yep. Tim, any updates for us? Um, so I have, uh, I have a couple updates, important ones. Um, the first is uh, I've come up with another epiphany somehow. Uh, mm-hmm. I think it's because I've been thinking about how procrastination is such a problem for me and it's like really difficult to solve. So there's only one thing that can solve it. And I guess that's an epiphany. So um, I think it was yesterday. Somehow I pieced together uh, two concepts. Um, okay. The first is affirmations. And then the second is looking forward to the future. So then mm-hmm. I'm like, you know what? Maybe I could just affirm like have an affirmation associated with looking forward to things. And so I started doing this and I actually felt way more productive or like way more inspired and capable to get things done. Um, And I've come up with like a kind of a system for like um, using these affirmations. So like uh, the most like straightforward ways to just think like I look forward to blank. So that blank could be like uh, playing a game or watching a movie or reading a book or something like that. But it could also be associated with completion of a task. So you could think, uh, I look forward to getting this done So and then I'll reap the benefits of that. Like it'll help me with this and that. Um, and then I, uh, I happen to remember something that Jessica said about incorporating deadlines. So now I have like a full system where it's like, I'm looking forward to something uh, like associated with taking care of that thing at a certain time, or I'll be ready to uh, like play that game or watch that show or something by this time. Like I'm looking forward to that. So this has been just profoundly helpful for me. Like, I think it's just, I don't know. I, I, I tend to respond pretty well to affirmations anyway. So um, it just ended up working out. So uh, I don't know if it's going to cure my procrastination, but it seems to be helping quite a bit. <laughs> Good luck with You're that. Honest. <laughs> You're on the phone, Tim. Yeah. If you find the cure, let me know. Yeah. <laughs> <I> mean, <laughs> so. but it, it is kind of reducing the difficulty that I've been experiencing, at least. Like, even if I don't completely stop procrastinating, it at least gives me a tool to, like, 
um, give myself a little bit more like strength to do the things that I need to do uh, before the deadline instead of the day of like scrambling around and oh, and then suddenly on on the day of you just suddenly have so much like energy you could you, you feel like like a super person like you, you you could just get all the things done point a to to point g or however many points it takes um but yeah yeah so that, that was that's one thing and then the second thing is um i saw this movie called um map of the tiny perfect things or some something like that uh, oh i think it's the map of tiny perfect things i, I sorry for the the grammar problem here uh so like no basically forgiving. huh oh oh thank you thank you <laughs> <laughs> so that movie is really good and i don't think i would be spoiling anything to say that it's a groundhog's day inspired movie and it's just super fascinating it's got like two teenagers who are living the same day over and over and over again. And um, it's, it's just a really intriguing movie. I don't, I don't really want to give it away, but it is a romance uh, and it is a Groundhog's Day inspired movie, but I hadn't seen a movie like that in a really long time. Um, so it was really like thought provoking and um, it just intriguing for me to watch in general. Like I was just thinking about how like, um, our everyday life is sort of like Groundhog's Day in a sense, like e even though we're not in Groundhog's Day, like a situation actually, but we kind of do the same things every day when you think about it. Like we might have morning routines or we always have to eat dinner. We always have to uh, like have laundry ready and stuff like that. So it's like maybe we could just optimize our getting all of those things done. Kind of like if you were living the same day every day, you wouldn't want to just like have a worse day, like all the time you would want to have better and better days. So I thought that was kind of inspiring. So it's a good movie map, the map of tiny perfect tiny things. It was originally a book by Lev Grossman. Ooh. Oh, thank you. I didn't know that. <laughs> Kim, if you like that movie, and Groundhog Day inspired movies, you should watch Palm Springs on Hulu. That movie's really funny. It's got Amberg oh. and Christine, Kristen Malati, I think that's her name. Okay. It's awesome. really good. Nice. Jessica. Uh, yeah, Jessica, oh what do you gosh, have for guys, us today? Thanks so much for asking. I <laughs> wasn't expecting it. <laughs> um, you know, honored to be nominated. I uh, want to thank my family. Um, <laughs> uh, no, so this past week was kind of fun. Um, I think I told you guys that I I'm part of a six week uh, training through this organization called PGA Hope, where every Saturday for two hours for six weeks, I get to be trained by a PGA pro dude person. And pro dude person. Which is golf. That's yeah. what the G in golf is. <laughs> or in PGA. And is also for professional. That is correct. Okay, so it's a professional correct. golf professional. Professional Perfect. Golf Association professional. Yes. Okay. All yeah. right. Professional Golf Associate. You were with a Professional Golf Associate. Um, of America. During, Correct. Yes. 
So I was, I was there last Saturday. It's based out of Simi Valley or Simi Valley. I don't know how you say it. Simi Valley. Um, Slimy. Slimy Valley. Valley. Slimy Valley. That is correct. And the, 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 course, is existent. the course is beautiful. It was like 70 degrees. I wore my golf shorts, which are just basically a nice khaki. And Ooh. then uh, my polo top, because, you know, you got to look fresh on the course. And um, I don't have golf shoes, so I just wear tennis shoes. Everybody else is fine, too. Anyways, but it was me with a group of there were supposed to be 10 veterans all together because this is all for the veteran community. That's what made it free for us. Anyways, but there was only seven of us total, but it was great because we were able to go to the driving range and they were able to show us how we were swinging, how we could better our swing. And it was literally just one full afternoon of that. And by the time I left, I was exhausted and I'm still sore um, from that, from being on the driving range for like an hour, but I had so much fun and I'm looking forward to the next one. Awesome. It might rain on Saturday though. So if it's canceled, they'll just extend it for another weekend. But otherwise, otherwise I'm, I'm really excited about it. Yeah. You know, Jessica, the way that you introduced that, um, you made it sound like a really like fun, chill experience, like talking about like wearing your polo and stuff. I was thinking you could put that together with what we were talking about with Beth, you know, like uh, you got spaghetti and meatballs and then like you're going out to the BGA course. <laughs> the only problem is you might slop the uh, sauce on your polo. So I know, right? Yeah. Well, the, the cool thing about golf courses and if, if you, even if you're not a golfer, I greatly encourage anybody if there's a like a grill or like a restaurant in a golf course. Oh, area, yeah. Check oh. it out. They have the best food, the best deals. Yeah. It's delicious. Um, the Rancho Vista golf course that's in Palmdale has a delightful uh, weekly discounted like Taco Tuesdays. You get tacos for two dollars. Um, you can order a side of rice and beans. I mean, it's like awesome. So check that place out. Yeah, maybe, maybe they'll sponsor me because their uh, their yearly dues to be a member there are ridiculous. So. How much is uh, it? Like ten dollars a year? Like six grand. I'll just I'll just go to the the put like I'll just go to the driving range. I'll use the putting green, the chipping green. Cause all that's free unless I want to get like a bucket of balls and I'm fine with paying for that. Yeah. Wow. Oh, but, wow. Well, what? You get free clubs with that six grand? No. Um, fortunately, I have three clubs in my brand new golf bag that I got for Christmas. Uh, a sandwich, a putter, and a five iron. They were all gifted to me by my brother. Oh, and, awesome. uh, so I feel like I'm good for like a par three course. But if you want me to go on a par four or like a par five uh I, I might need your driver for sure. But anyways, yeah. <laughs> that was, that was fun. Um, and I just found out today that my, my work, they selected me to go to, um, 
the Variety Entertainment Marketing Summit again. I went last year and it was a lot of fun. It's a whole day of um, learning about basically everything that's going on and updates within the marketing world and the entertainment industry. And uh, I oversee programs at a college that Oh, that's what our students are learning about is like marketing and branding and advertising and uh, being an entrepreneur, all that kind of stuff. So this is really valuable for me. And it's I'm really honored that I get to go again. It's in it's at the end of April. But um, yeah, I, I don't know if I'm excited about what. That's when the retreat is. Well, this is on like a Wednesday. Oh, OK, so I don't know if that should interfere with the retreat. Okay. Hmm. Um, but and and Beth is speaking of the women's retreat, which is coming at the end of April. Um, <laughs> but uh, but yeah, I, Paris Hilton apparently is going to be there to talk about being a founder of something. Really, so that should be interesting. Last wow. year, was, the phrase that's hot. Yeah, totally. Um, <laughs> which is true. That is a true statement. But last year, last year Terry Crews was there and Lisa Vanderpump. I love him. Yeah. So anyway, I'm really excited. I get to go back and that I found that out today. So I'm really just looking forward to that so we can bring it back and incorporate that new information potentially to our students because we want to teach them the new things that are happening in the industry. So yeah. that's, that's so wonderful. Cool. Yeah. But that's about it. That's about it. Uh, but in terms of updates with the church, I know I just briefly mentioned the uh, the women's retreat. And that is the end of April. Uh, the specific dates for that are uh, currently, uh, is, I'll tell you as soon as my telephone loads. Um, <laughs> your telephone? Yes. Okay. I'm using the circular dial. That's what I was wondering. That's called a rotary dial. Yes. It is going to alert me of the dates that they will be. Ooh, um, it's going to create some sort of portal into the, um, the date machine. That is correct. That yep. is correct. And I just received word that registration papers will be available soon. And we're double checking on the prices for um, how much it'll cost per person. Okay. But it is, I believe it is the last weekend in April for the church retreat, though, that, that Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Um, yeah. Anyways, but feel free to contact the church. Uh, and that number is 661-947-3103. Awesome. Just a reminder on Wednesday, kids club at five 30. That's before food for thought. So keep You're making bouncy balls. What? Yeah. Ooh, bouncy balls. And it's for, it's for kids and kids at heart. So, so everyone can be involved. Everyone. Yes. Then we also have February 29th, Grief Share at 6 p.m. in the Fireside Room. March 2nd, Tim, take note of this. March 2nd, the quilting group from 9 a.m. Oh, thank you. Because I, I, you're supposed <laughs> to go to that. Okay, but, I will be there. Okay. <laughs> reserving a chair for you and people try to sit in it and we're like, no, you can't sit there. Tim's going to sit there when Tim yeah. comes. And then you come. <laughs> And then we just look like jerks who put <laughs> in your chair. So. <laughs> well, thank you. I appreciate that. 
made all of that up. I hope that there weren't like people looking at you with like offended expressions on their face or something. Oh, they were, but it was probably for something different. <laughs> Nothing to do with chairs. <laughs> The last thing I'm going to mention is on March 21st, Bob McDaniel's memorial is at 10 a.m. And uh, the senior luncheon, 1130. So feel free to check out the church app. Get connected with us. Let us know if there's anything that you have questions about or you can connect with the church and sign up for all of the wonderful things that are occurring at Palmdale United Methodist Church. Beth, back to you. <laughs> I'm just getting word that there's an emergency. No, there's not. I can't. Even... <laughs> um, warning signal sound. Warning signal. Kidding. <laughs> um, so for today's ministry moment. We have a very special guest. You've probably seen her around. Sorry, got distracted. You looked um, around when you said that. Because I got tapped on the shoulder. You can cut this out, Jessica. I'm so sorry. You'll actually have, you don't have to. You can I'm keep sorry. it. Anyway, for today's <laughs> ministry moment, we have Jeannie. And Woo-hoo! she is our new office manager. Hi, Jeannie. Yay. Hello there. Thank you so much for inviting me to the podcast. It's the first podcast I've ever been on. I'm I'm a little nervous. All right. (laughs) No reason to be nervous. We only have five listeners. Wait, (laughs) a million listeners. I forgot a few zeros. We've got friends in Japan and Belgium and the UK. We've places. got a good group of people listening. Well, yeah. that's good. They Many of them probably don't speak English, so it wouldn't matter what I say. <laughs> <laughs> so it's fine. You can say whatever you want. We're good. Well, Jeannie, I forgot to say this earlier, but um, just just remember that this podcast episode, it's just friends having a conversation. You know? Yeah. <laughs> All right. All right. I'll keep that in mind. Yeah. Oh. All right. So nothing else I can fix in post. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Jessica. Um, so Jeannie, tell us how you decided to become the new office manager. You know, it's I would be way too intimidating, intimidated because Inga ran a pretty tight ship and she also did so much in the church. And I was like, I don't want to be in charge of all the things, but it turns out you can delegate those things that you don't want to do every week. So <laughs> what made you want to become our new office manager? Well, I'll tell you, Beth, when I moved here from Wisconsin, I had the idea that I wanted to get a job where I have weekends off because I have worked in the retail business my whole life. Um, It took me six months to find a job when I moved here. And it was at a retail grocery store. And it wasn't having weekends off. I worked nights, weekends, holidays, and it just wasn't what I had in mind. And um, always I had my ear open for something that maybe would, would fit the bill. So one Sunday I was in church and Pastor Jim announced that the job was coming available. 
And I kid you not, I felt a tap on my shoulder. And I looked up to God and I said, really? <laughs> and it was like, yeah, I'm not kidding. Because I have never been a, a, an office manager before. I've been retail. But um, so after church, I went and told Pastor Jim I'd like to apply for the job. And a week later, my application was in. Inga was teaching me how to, you know, what it would be like if I had got the job. I talked to the SPRC and um, and they hired me. That's and incredible. I think I, it was wonderful. I'm so happy about it. Um, as far as what I, I love the job, I love the people that I work with. Um, I, I took some notes. <laughs> it's really rewarding it's working in an office setting where there's only five offices and one bathroom is so much more clean than working at a grocery store with a public bathroom oh yeah it's like oh my well we don't need to get into that but it is so (laughs) nice to be at a small office with just nice people and slow music playing it's just so love your music Jeannie relaxing thank you (laughs) um also learning more and more on the computer will be so good for me I think in my future when um you know if when 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 the robots take over when the Mm -hmm. robots come and I forget to wear my tinfoil hat (laughs) <laughs> it's going to be important that I know how to use the computer. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> so anyway, yeah, it was God tapping me on the shoulder that sent me to the job at the church. And as far as being intimidated, um, I realized that Inga had a lot of hats that she wore at the church. But I also did realize that you're right, Beth, those hats can be put on different people and delegation is Uh really key. Yes. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, that's, that's so cool. And, um, I'm, I'm really happy that you, uh, got, uh, the position, position, like so important like that. And, and you said that you were a retail manager before this. Yeah. Wow, that's really cool. But you had the managerial experience and and you're 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 like a uh, an important part of the church. So yeah, I think that just like went together. That's that's beautiful. Well, thank you so much. Yeah. <laughs> and I just had my um yearly staff evaluation last week. I can't mm-hmm. remember when, but I was hoping I got hired on in October of 2021 and so since it was already february of 2024 i was like oh good they forgot about my my <laughs> i don't have to do it now um that that wasn't the case <laughs> i still had to do it and it's just a thing i build up in my head to make worse than it actually is but you you have to write down like you you fill out the evaluation yourself. And one of the things that you write down or he, they want you to write is um, how you're getting along with the other staff members. And so I obviously had good things to say about everything, but I specifically wrote 
about you, Jeannie. And I wrote that even though you've only been uh, on staff for, you know, just a few months, it feels like you've been there forever. Oh, that's so sweet. Thank you. That is Yeah. And I think that's just a testament to like how well you fit in with everybody. And, um, Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I'm wow. I'm sure glad that you're here. Well, thank you very much. There's yeah. one more one other thing I'd like to say is meeting so many people and I'm I'm learning to I feel like I'm in the position where I'm kind of like a bartender. People come to me <laughs> with if they have something weighing on them, they tell me about it and and I listen and I just, I love it. I love, and I feel like I've never felt before as a belonging. I feel like I belong to this church more than ever. And um, one thing I need to decipher, though, I haven't figured out how to let go of the worry. When I, when I, I have to learn to decipher what worries are mine to, to worry about and what worries are none of my business. I can Yes. Listen to them, pray for them. Yeah. But if I take it home with me, it could become quite draining, I think. Right. I oftentimes wonder how the ministers can can carry that weight with them because maybe they've learned how to. I think they have to. They have to. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. But I have said the same thing on this podcast. Yeah, like, same here. I, actually, I have a really hard time. Like worrying about other people's problems and I'm like oh no what are they gonna do and Mm -hmm. then I'm like wait they will figure it out it's not my job to figure it out worry about yourself Beth and so I have to remind myself of that also because it's hard to Mm -hmm. um yeah I think it's really important to have empathy for people but um in my experience um there was a point where I I I didn't know that too much empathy was a thing. Um, I guess maybe it is because I was really emotionally unstable for like months and I was trying to figure out exactly why. And I don't think it was because I was trying to help people um, like feel better and stuff like that. But but yeah, just taking a little too much emotional responsibility um, and just kind of forgetting about myself ultimately. Um, So yeah, it's definitely a balance for sure. It's a matter of... What can you control and what can you not control? And the things that we cannot control, we give to God in prayer. So yeah. that's like the yeah. biggest thing to remember. Yeah. Um, I do that within my own life when it's things that I might worry about. If I can't control anything that's part of it, there's no reason that I should be worrying about that. I give that to God. And, you know, I love that. I, yeah, I love that, Jessica. Yeah. Um, but I do Je- want to mention, though, uh, oh. Jeannie, sorry, Tim, I'm just going to oh. say this real quick. Okay. Um, is one, I'm from Iowa. You're from Wisconsin. I love anybody from the Midwest. Me too. <laughs> so, <laughs> so I was so excited um, to, you know, hear that you were going to be uh, taking over and uh, I think just so you're aware, I want you to know this because it was, it's a very important moment for me that I experienced was, you know, we felt like Amber and I have felt so welcomed at the church. And one thing that really stood out to me that 
is a very small thing, but for me, it was everything was, uh, my parents came to visit and, uh, I think maybe Amber had said something about how I loved the raspberry tea that was there. And I come walking out and you go, you were like with, I think you were hanging out with my parents or something. <laughs> I was. And, uh, placing their problems on Jeannie's shoulders. <laughs> <laughs> right. They were at the bar and, uh, <laughs> and, uh, Anyways, and Jeannie's like, here, I got you your, your raspberry iced tea. Your wife said that you really loved this. And it was, it was like, it may not have been a big deal to you. It might have just been an everyday thing for you. But to, one, have that being said in front of my parents, being recognized in the church, all of these different aspects. And whereas like 10 years ago for us, that would have not happened at a church like that we would have been going to. That was huge. And it was a, a moment of like, I'm so glad that God has put Jeannie in this position because well, he's gonna make if, she, cry. <laughs> if she can help us to feel this welcome, anybody else that comes into the church that gets to like, see the, the front desk person. And if it's Jeannie, it's like, we are beyond blessed to be able to have that. And so I just want you to know that that was very, very special. Oh, wow. thank you. That means a lot to me. Thank you, Amber. That's I mean, Amber, Jessica. <laughs> no, it's fine. The running joke is that Pastor John calls me Amber and calls Amber Jessica. So I think either. <laughs> you know how I remember? Amber has long amber colored hair. Yeah. Oh, I didn't think of that. <laughs> That is, yeah, it's something. <laughs> I don't think you guys up unless you're both together for some reason. And then I'm like, well, Amber, I mean, Jessica. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's so funny. That, that's so wonderful that you shared that, Jessica. And that, that, yeah. that's, that's awesome. Yes, thank you. Wow. Yeah. Um, well, I'd like us to, to head into sermon feedback. Jeannie, do you have time to to join us for sermon feedback or you got to head out i can um i'm just gonna go away for just a little bit i'll be right back i'm just gonna go you know stir the fries that are in the oven i'll be right back <laughs> <laughs> um sounds no. good we'll get started and you can come back and we'll we'll tie in okay you will, so, yeah it's great <laughs> first first i want to share with you a life hack that I didn't even know existed until today. I was in the office talking to Jeannie and we were talking about the podcast and I, and I told her what was going to be expected. And, you know, we talk about the sermon and she was like, I wasn't at church on Sunday. And I was like, you can watch it online. And she was like, Oh, I know. I'll just read it. And I was like, what? The whole sermon? And she was like, yeah, I print one out for myself every week and (laughs) that was amazing to me because I always listen to the sermons and I'm like that was a really good sermon but then I forget everything that I heard and Uh, the thing that Pastor Jim said I can't remember what it was I think it had to do with the Wesleyan quadrilateral (laughs) (laughs) yeah I think so yeah so I have the entire sermon right here it feels like when you um when there's like a a script leak to the newest marvel movie and the movie <laughs> hasn't even come out yet but 
but this isn't really a leak because the sermon was yesterday, but I still might ask the pastors to sign it and I'll do it every <laughs> single week. That's but, really interesting. But I might have Jeannie print one out for me when she... You know, maybe they could have like a, a QR code that has the sermon or something, the transcript somewhere. Yeah. I mean, yeah, the I'm sermon thinking. notes are close, you know, but anyways, that's, that's a lot. Yeah, more. that's, that, yeah, that's a, that's a curiosity <laughs> that. Huh? Maybe this is classified information that I'm not even supposed to be <laughs> telling. Is there, is there a red line at the top that says secret? <laughs> Let's see. Um, no, no, there. Oh. <laughs> it says void. <laughs> no, <laughs> void across we'll put, the. <laughs> we'll put the QR code on, but every line is gonna say redacted or whatever. Every line, everything will just be like a black <laughs> sharpie that's like erasing. You erase every word except for the word God. And that's it. <laughs> uh, this has been cleared. You can now read this. Yeah. <laughs> uh, not yet. We'll, we'll come back to you later. Yeah. Years. Beth. Yeah, Beth, Beth, in particular, that, that inspires me. Uh, I mean, I already sort of inspired myself in somehow, <laughs> some way, but about the uh, listening to the sermon more than once. Oh, yeah. So, uh, if if we have that time, like uh, I notice that I remember more things and I can like make those like mind connections, you know, um, when I uh, I listen to it more than once. So, yeah, having written copy yeah. or listening to it more than once. Yeah, we got a lot of uh, great enjoyment here with uh, Pastor Jim and, and Pastor John's sermons. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, this, this past sermon was I want to say, was this the third or the second? The second. The second. I feel like they're so packed with information. I feel like there's multiple sermons within them, but this is eating with Jesus, a massive meal, which I thought would have been perfect for Thanksgiving, but (laughs) this is going to work for now. But Matthew chapter 14, verses 13 13 through 21, and Pastor Jim spoke about uh, Jesus turning five loaves and two fish into... Uh, approximately 15,000 loaves since three loaves fed one person. And back then they were one inch high and about eight inches in diameter. Just uh, if you guys remember him saying that. Mm-hmm. Wait, uh, so what wait, I it was one inch. Like, or was it one foot? No, it's one inch, one inch. <laughs> so it's like one inch oh. high and then eight inches in diameter. Oh, oh. Coming from a bakery background, it's like a ciabatta bread. Ciabatta bread? Okay. Ciabatta bread. Nice. Which, if anyone has had a peanut butter and jelly sandwich on ciabatta bread, (laughs) I highly recommend it if you have not. It sounds good. Well, this is like the food (laughs) podcast episode. (laughs) But... Anyways, I wanted to get your your everybody's feedback and uh, understand a little bit more about your perspective. So, Jeannie, do you want to share anything that stood out to you in particular? There was one part where Pastor Jim talked about how that could have happened. And it was um, his I, his idea was that maybe the people 
had brought their own food from home because they knew they were going on a long trip and they had their um, lunch bags with them. So Mm -hmm. probably what could have happened is the people shared the food among themselves, which maybe in those days would have been quite a miracle. I don't know how, um, how town folky these, this group of people were, I mean, did they know each other or were they coming from all over and not knowing who each other was that all of a sudden they just became very friendly and loving and sharing and they shared their food with each other. Like were they LA people or were they Midwest people? Exactly. (laughs) Were they going to have Chislik or were they just going to go down and have some shish kebabs? Yeah. Yeah. I'm glad you brought that up, Jeannie, because that was actually one of the points that I was going to bring up. I thought that was one of the like mo- one of the most fascinating things, like regarding the hows um, that this could occur, and and that was definitely of the three that Pastor Jim shared. That that really makes a lot of sense um, when you think about it. Uh, if you're thinking about the hows, like well, when I went into this story, um, like just kind of experiencing this story, uh, this story after a really long time, like I'd probably heard it when I was. Uh, before before I like really found my faith, I had probably heard it before, but like experiencing this story kind of like fresh and new, um, like not only was it one of my favorite stories, but I actually didn't really think about the house too much. Like I was kind of just going into it with faith and, and like being inspired by Jesus and like all the amazing things that he does. But so I'm glad you mentioned that. And yeah, I thought it was really fascinating. Mm-hmm. Yeah. One thing that stood out to me was uh, verse 13a. He talked about how Jesus withdrew from there in a boat to a deserted place by himself. And I thought, man, I'm more like Jesus than I thought, because I would love to just get on a boat and be by myself in a deserted place. (laughs) (laughs) But I honestly, like the, the real takeaway from that was how important solitude and being with oneself and reflection and all of that is. And, um, and maybe that wasn't the point, but for me, that was really what I took away was how amazing was it that he, he knew that he needed to withdraw, withdraw himself from that moment, you know, and, um, you know, went to a deserted place by himself. And I, I thought that was, that was pretty interesting. Another yeah. thing was uh, Pastor Jim mentioned the the quote how the Christian life has been described as a movement from the shallow end of the pool into the deep end, and I feel like as soon as we leave our parents' house, I feel like we're like in the deep end, and if, <laughs> um, and then with your faith, it's kind of like I don't know. I feel like as soon as you give your life to Jesus, you're kind of you're not necessarily in the deep end, but you're at least trusting God to help you float for a little while, I suppose (laughs) until, you know, you're strong enough. But I thought that reference was really, really powerful. Yeah. Um, Yeah. I, I, I really like that you brought that up, Jessica. Actually, that's another point that I was going to bring up. So you both. (laughs) We win. Um, (laughs) Two out of two. But um, I, I was actually thinking about that, and um, uh, what I what I kind of like um, referenced it to was like a growing faith. 
Um, mm-hmm. And I was kind of thinking about my faith, like kind of um, like how I sort of really found my faith. And and as as like we've all been involved in uh, PUMC, it's I, I've just been like noticing my faith getting stronger and I'm trusting God more. And it's just been really like uh, an amazing experience. And it's just helped my life so much. Um, but uh, I, who knows? Maybe I'm not at the deep. The, the real deep end, you know, like, oh, you think you think you're in the deep end? Just wait. No, no, I don't think that's how it is. But um, but yeah, I, I really do think that my faith is developed. And so, yeah, that was that was a really good point that Pastor Jim brought up. Yeah, for sure. Jessica, yeah. when you moved to when you moved here from the Midwest, did you find that people what, were you surprised at how um, vocal people are about their Christianity? I mean. Like, oh, God is good. Have a blessed day. These mm. things I never really heard from the general public in Wisconsin. Well, it depends on where you went, Jeannie, and mm-hmm. where I was. I I lived in Hollywood for a little while. And so there was a, a church that I did go to that was just, it, the experience was more so, it was like a show. And oh, I, yeah. uh, mm-hmm. you know. Like a concert kind of, like. Yeah, and so it really deterred me from yeah. being hopeful of something. But in general, I felt like LA people were a little bit more vocal, but more so in a uh, rock and roll way. Sure, rock and roll. <laughs> I don't know. I'm just kidding. Yeah. <laughs> I was thinking more of like, "Hey, will you do this for me? I'll do this for you." That uh-huh. was more so what I. Mm-hmm. But but again. I was more so in like music industry side of things. Like I was in a lot of like more, more entertainment based things. And so I don't know. I feel like that side of things is a little shady, but. Yeah. I, I, <laughs> I went to a church. I know exactly what you're talking about. I went to a church one time and like, it was like I was attending a, a rock concert and it just felt like so impersonal and not like, mm. and it was one of those churches where it was a mega church and they had like different places in the country, the state, I don't even know, but like there, there was a main pastor, but then there was like, who my dogs are fighting um there was like a main pastor who they would show video of and they he would record his sermon ahead of time but then there was the pastor there and they were all and it it was never in a real church it was always spaces that were converted into a church on the weekends like the one that i went to was a school and like auditorium and Uh it was in in one of the Carolinas, my okay. Greg is from North Carolina, but it was his sister-in-law's church, and she lives in South Carolina. So I don't remember which Carolina the church is in. And having lived in South Dakota for a long time, I always try to make sure to remember which Carolina it is, because if anyone dares to tell me oh you're from north dakota right <laughs> 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 south 
By the way, Jeannie was born in South Dakota. And I was. I was born oh, wow. fifteen. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I wasn't born in South Dakota, but I lived there for a good chunk of my life, probably until wow. I was maybe two, I think. Mm. You're so, feeling twenty-two. What? You're feeling twenty-two? Yeah. And I'm only twenty-nine now, so <laughs> oh. <laughs> um, but anyway, yeah. Well, Jeannie, why were you asking that? Did you I was people were more so vocal about, like in the uh, at the grocery store I worked at. People would just. I, I don't mean at church. I mean on the street. One time, a, a lady was showing us a rental, a house that we were going to rent when we first moved here, and she was uh just very vocal about her oh you know just saying oh god is so good and yes it's beautiful here i mean she wasn't over overly it wasn't like she was a yeah. real um you know overzealous about it but um i it just seemed like the general public more was more free to speak about um about their christianity and i think oh. in the midwest people are just a little more close to the vest Yep. Yeah. Wow, that's really nice. I think I I can see that too. Um, in Hollywood, they have a lot of people on megaphones too, professing their faith as well. Uh, doesn't oh. really make me want to be engaged in conversation with them so much, but uh, <laughs> mine's kind of are large. Um, but but that's I mean that's really cool to know. I think in general, California is a very freeing state, and that you know I hope that everyone can kind of embrace whatever it is that is close to them, whether it's their their lifestyle or coffee shop or food choices, you know, for sure. Jessica. Embrace it all. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. Actually, um, I'm glad you brought that up, uh, Jeannie and Jessica, like our conversation here about this topic in particular, because it's, it's kind of reminded me of how, um, I've started to open up a lot more with like um, the people that basically my friends that I wouldn't normally talk about like religion with with them much, like when I was younger or anything like that. But now we just I, I find out that my friends are Christians and then like we have that in common. We can like talk about God now. And that that's just really brought brought and always does bring like a sense of like higher intimacy with with someone else. So. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Yeah. And it's the main thing is uh, being able to share your faith with people without speaking. I think that's like the biggest uh, thing that you could ever do. Yes. uh, Really just love people and you don't even have to say anything. It's through action based, being able to do certain things for people and let them ask you, you know, kind of like last week's sermon where it was let people wonder why you're so. what was it? Better than everybody else. Yeah, exactly. So. Yeah. Yeah. Like, why are you so loving to everyone else? Oh, we're, we're inspired by Jesus to love. So that's yeah. why we love. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that literally happened at my, at my job at the grocery store. People would, people I worked with would just say, how are you always so happy? Yeah. And I have been in California long enough that I would just say, it's Jesus. God is good. And then I would just keep on smiling and walking. And I don't exactly know how they took it. But I love it. That's yeah. Great. 
That is so inspiring. I yeah, I love that too. Wow. Yeah. Beth, what are some of your takeaways? Oh, uh, thank you, Jessica, for asking. <laughs> um, so I was listening to the sermon, and he starts uh, towards well, page page five of the sermon, to be exact. I'm just kidding. Um, oh. Beth has a transcript. Thank you to Jeannie for providing that to Beth. <laughs> oh, um, towards the end of the sermon, he starts talking about how um, we may feel feel like what we have isn't enough or that we aren't enough. And by itself, it probably isn't. And I kind of took that literally. I know it's supposed to, like with the food and everything. Mm-hmm. And, um, because. A few months back when we were just getting, I can't remember if we were, I, I don't remember. I think we were just getting Food for Thought up and running again. And so we weren't really sure how many people were mm-hmm. coming. Sometimes it would be this number and sometimes it'd be a, a bigger number. And I was told to make the meal for this amount of people. And I thought I did that. But then we ran out of food. And oh. I was so upset about it because I was like, I failed food for thought. These people came for food. We ran out of food. And um, Sal ended up going to get pizzas. So the people that did, didn't get a chance to eat would have food. And everyone else was so nice about it they were just like no no it's fine this is a good problem to have that means that there's more people coming to food for thought yeah that's true and i was just like why couldn't this problem happen to someone who's not me (laughs) so i think it's because um when we bring our resources and ourselves to jesus far more can be accomplished. So I was the one crying because we ran out of food, but everybody else around me was like, no, no, we're going to make this happen. And everybody got fed. It was like the time that Pastor Jim tried to turn, was it five apple Jolly Ranchers and two watermelon ones? Something like that. Yeah. (laughs) A thousand. Mm. (laughs) it was like that except we're not jesus and sometimes sal has to go get pizzas wow that's really neat sal has to jump in you know (laughs) what i had wasn't enough but it wasn't enough but but through jesus and through our communities and just like the people we're blessed to have in our lives, like that's what makes it enough. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wow. I think that that was a good one. Yeah, yeah. That, that's that's awesome. And yeah. actually, I that that was the third a, a, a third potential point I was going to bring up. So yeah, no three way, out of three. you're a copycatter. Yeah. <laughs> the time you ran out of food at Food for Thought. No, not that person. <laughs> <laughs> no, but the, uh, the the general statement of like feeling we aren't enough. Uh, so I have a tendency, I might have mentioned it on some previous episode, but I have a tendency to kind of feel like disempowered and like 
lacking strength or something or or like I'm not enough like to like take care of all these things in my life and so this this sermon like was really inspirational to me like if I if I feel like that then I really need to like bring it to God kind of like how it, they do that in the psalms like um there's so many psalms where like um Jesus's followers or or, or particularly God's followers are like bringing all of their sorrows and everything to God. So, so I need to do that, I think. Um, so, uh, yeah. Okay. And the, the other Go thing ahead. that I wanted to mention, it, it kind of a follow-up was um, about the growing faith thing. Yeah. I, I think as far as um, like how I feel about my faith in general, um, I think I'm never going to get to like the end. Like I, I absolutely have the, the utmost, like deepest possible faith. I, I, I think it's just like uh, a life experience that our, the, our faith just continues to grow. So I just wanted the, to expand on that. That's the beauty of it, Tim. Yeah. Journey. There's not an end. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's about the friends we made along the way. Yeah. Absolutely. That's right. And that <laughs> that is the title of Beth's new album. <laughs> the friends we made along the way. Oh, that's that that's beautiful. I'll close the sermon feedback with what I appreciated uh, Pastor Jim ending the sermon with, which was... Oh, yeah, Jessica, what did you think about the sermon? Oh, well, I thought I kind of shared a little bit, but um, <laughs> at, the, at the end of the that's sermon... So he says when we are part of something larger than ourselves we find enough to meet our needs and more when we get paralyzed by the fear and scarcity and anxiety has its way in our hearts when we think we don't have enough jesus says bring them here to me so in anything that we have you know bring it to him you know and he's he's like basically just giving us the green light guys so yeah. literally he said it so we can do it <laughs> oh, so all right man it's real quick did any of you see the barbie movie yes yeah. it was so good wasn't it Gina? you should watch it if you haven't i did see it it's good oh good um it made me think about ken and how he was kenoff <laughs> 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 yes, that is correct. So we all are Kanaf. Yes, we're all Kanaf. Yep. All right. Well, I want to go ahead and head into to prayer requests real quick. Uh, Jeannie, do you have any quick prayer requests for us for this next week? Mm, prayers for uh, safe travel for my husband and I are flying to Pittsburgh to see our kids. Oh, oh wow. Year old grandson. Yeah, that'll be great. Um, <laughs> prayers for a friend who is going having some medical tests tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess that's it for me. Thank All you. Right. Yeah. Thank you. Absolutely, Jeannie. Beth, any prayer requests? Somehow I knew I was going to be next and I couldn't <laughs> think of anything. So I'm going to steal what Don did last week. And today on the Lenten cal- calendar, it says to pray for your family. So I would like prayers for my family. Thank you. Uh-huh. Thank you. That's awesome. Yeah, absolutely. Tim? 
pay for Beth's family. Just kidding. <laughs> no, we'll pray. I, I think I think the prayer requests I I feel like a lot of my prayer requests lately have been like sequel prayers or something like <laughs> oh what, what like prayer. follow me on the journey sequel. like uh, continue on the path no but that's good uh I wanted to mention that I would like prayers for um the the way in which I'm understanding things now regarding procrastination so for me to just continue to um look forward to things and then like tell myself that I look forward to things and then like kind of set time limits for myself so that I'm more efficient with my time um and uh then also to uh, prayers to go to God when whenever I feel like I don't have strength and I think I do that like um some significant amount already but I think I could do that a lot more and I could do it in in a much more heartfelt way so uh so prayers, prayers for me on that would be uh, greatly appreciated. Hmm. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Well, thanks Thank for asking. I, uh... Prayers for you. <laughs> yeah, Jessica. <laughs> um, let's see. Uh, continued prayers just for Amber and I and our uh, hopeful baby journey. Um, oh, I'm excited. I didn't know you were hoping for a baby. Yeah, we've been going through a process, I think, since October of 2022. We've tried doing like frozen options and then those all did not work. And so we ended up meeting a donor and that has been an incredible. Um, we're so grateful for that uh, option and opportunity to yeah. Out. So anyways, we're, you know, it's a waiting game right now, but um it's yeah. an emotional roller coaster. I'll pray for you too. Oh yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Um other than that, uh I mean just continued prayers I think for people I work with and just uh that God can kind of help me to figure out where he wants me to uh use music as a way of reaching people i think that's been something that's really been on my heart that i music is is my life i've been a songwriter for over 20 years and um i you know really want him to be able to kind of help me figure out how i can better uh, impact others through music so that that's definitely you should get a megaphone I should. <laughs> this is the Jessica concert. <laughs> that's funny. All right. But that's it. But that's it. Yeah. So. Yeah, for Wonderful. sure, Jessica. Well, anybody who's listening, please be sure to lift up all of our prayers. And we appreciate everybody for listening in. Jeannie, we are so grateful for you taking time to hang out with us. Thank you. It was fun. Yeah. Thank you, Jeannie. Yeah, I hope it wasn't as scary as you thought. <laughs> no, it was it was really fun. Oh, awesome. <laughs> I'm so happy to hear that. <laughs> All right. Wonderful. Well, for those listening, we'll talk to you later. Appreciate you listening in. Different places, we all have different names. No matter what life brings us, Jesus is the same. We're just your Methodist to the madness. Methodist to the madness.